England are finalists. Risotto is better than paella. And it's coming home. It's actually coming home. It's coming home. This is the It's Football Day podcast episode number 42. Let's have some fun. It's football day. Can you believe it? England have reached a final of a tournament for the first time since 1966. That's mental, isn't it? I'm so buzzing for this game and to be fair I thought we would actually roll not roll Denmark over but I thought it'd be a lot closer but mate when that free kick went in like what a strike I was I was I, was, I don't normally get nervous <laughs> but I'm but starting, I'm starting to, to get a bit yeah mate oh, when that went in a wave of uh, like the the emotions that hit me was mad because it was coming. First ten minutes we were incredible. Like mm. I thought, wow, we're up for it. And then we just sat back a little bit and invited too much pressure. Um, and then for about fifteen minutes they were really on top of us, and it mm. was coming. The strike is absolutely incredible. Um, questions have been asked of Pickford. I personally. I'm not asking questions of Pickford. It dips so much and it's so fast. But obviously, if he is taller, if he's Donnarumma, there's a chance he's probably saving it. Mm. See, I will give him the benefit of the doubt because I think he's been one of our best players in the tournament so far. Um, but I do think he could have maybe done a little bit better. But it's a, it's an unbelievable strike. The amount of power... That he, he gets on it, and like you don't really notice it as much, obviously, when the replays show it in slow mo. But if you just watch it back, he absolutely twats this ball, and yeah, it's it's so sweet the strike, the dip on it as well. And yes, it's mm. it's not so central, but it's not so like far left. Like mm. it is, it, if you if you're the right height, like I said, if you're Donnarumma, you are probably saving that. But he's a monster. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, like I said, I'm not putting blame on Pickford's door on this. As like, there's a lot of people that are, um, because you know what, he has been our best player this tournament. He's been absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I can see why Southgate has stuck with him because he don't put a foot wrong for England. He had a bit few ropey moments in this game first half where his distribution yeah. was not good. He passed it out a couple of times, mm-hmm. a bit, you know, making me a bit nervous. But you know, from that. We get the goal. We equalise. Yes, it's an own goal. However, the run from Saka is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, Shaw plays the ball into Kane, and the pass from Kane through to Saka is just phenomenal. Pinpoint. And then he just squares it across, and then is it Care? Is how you yeah, pronounce it? Yeah, Claire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, puts it into to to his own net. Um. And to be fair, I'll, I'll be honest, I was a bit surprised when Saka was on the, the team sheet to start over Sancho, obviously just coming in off the Ukraine game, but I thought Saka played really well. Honestly. I think he's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, he's just... people They don't know how to deal with him. Like, yeah. they, they, no one... No team we've played where he's been in, they just haven't been able to deal with him. Um, obviously, he gets taken off for, what, about 66th minute around yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I get that fresh legs bringing Grealish on, fair mm-hmm. play, and obviously Grealish is a fan's favourite. But I'm not, I'm not disappointed that Grealish isn't starting because he is an impact sub now and he's doing it really well. And mm-hmm. when you have got Saka playing the way he is playing, you know it's, it is hard to take him out of the team. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, going into half time one all, and you know it was it was going well. And do you know what? Realistically, at no point after we scored that goal did I feel that they were going to score again. I felt yeah. comfortable. We controlled the ball. At one point, didn't we have like a 57 pass move or something? Yeah, um, I mean, just like uh, when you when you say they're like, you didn't feel no worry or pressure about Denmark coming. I think I'm, I'm the same. I just thought, right, let's. it's just a case of when we're going to get this winner at yeah. some point. Um, but then the second half, yeah, it was a, we, we gave them a lot of pressure, but we just couldn't find that like finishing touch. Yeah, do you know why? Because Kasper Michael's fucking amazing. Mm. What a game he had. Honestly, if if we didn't win that and it went to penalties, he'd have won it. So what, he would have won star, or he would have won star of the match, as they're calling it. Obviously, Harry Kane won it for you know like the, his great build-up play, his great work rate in the game. But Kasper mm-hmm. Michael, even even though he won, probably could have won it. The save mm-hmm. from Harry Maguire, how he gets across that goal yeah. and covers so much ground to tip that wide or tip it. Away from goal, mm-hmm. um, the save from Sterling before they went one. How did Sterling miss oh. that? Yeah, he has. He could put it somewhere else. He does put it right at him. But you know, Casper learnt from the best, didn't he? And his dad and yeah. his bloody uh, yeah, he smothered. I don't the think ball. he helped himself though with his comments before before the game about it, has it ever been yeah. home? Oh yeah, like and it's true because what Denmark that got a lot of people fired up, didn't me it? me included. Didn't Denmark win it in '92? I think. I think they won the Euros really? in '92. That's why that comments like, yeah, I think Denmark won it in '92. So that's why that comments like it's obviously been home for them, but it's never the Euros haven't been home for us. But yeah, mm. don't get me wrong. Like, if you say that, like, I, 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 yeah, I like Casper Michael. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's a great keeper, a great prem keeper. I love to watch him. But you know, like I said on the pod last week. All the danger, I don't care, mate. You're getting beaten. This is this, when, when, when we play you. <laughs> you did, to be fair. You were pretty yeah, savage with them. I was, but like when we play you, I don't care. I'm out for blood. I want to win this game. And mm-hmm. we went out there. Second half, yeah, we obviously, we don't get that winning goal. It does go to extra time. And, you know, you start thinking about the possibility of penalties. It is a worry. Um, but then we, sh- we, we in that in the second half, we do get a penalty. However... We get a penalty for something that was a bit soft when we had a clear-cut penalty earlier in the game turned down. Which one was that one? So you got the Kane Is that one. the one where Henderson... Is it... I thought no, it was there's Henderson. One, there's one with Kane. He's out on the left-hand side of their box. Um, yeah. Someone, uh, one of their players, one of the midfielders, touches the ball away from him, but not far enough that it's going back to their player. He gets a touch on it, and then I think Marvin Thomas Delaney like takes him out or like trips him up inside mm. the box and he doesn't give a penalty. He gives a free kick the other way, but doesn't mm. book. Oh Kane. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone went mental. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. think that's a dive, book him, but you don't. Yeah, so it yeah. This is what we were saying. Is like, why has he not booked him then? If he's given it the other way, if he's given it a simulation, book him. Yeah, um, but he doesn't. Uh, but then, yeah. In all fairness, the penalty we do actually get in the first half of extra time is soft. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but. And people are going to call Sterling a diver because, you know, that's what he's done before. But we've seen it in this day and age. If you don't go down, you don't get a penalty. And, of course, we always have Peter Walton to come in and give us his uh, oh. expert opinion. It's so funny. They cut to him this time. He's like, Peter, what's your thoughts? And he's like, I- I- I'm not sure. I think, Cheers, didn't Pete. he say, like, didn't he say, I'm not sure, but it's not a clear and obvious error, so they probably won't overturn it. It's a penalty. Yeah, which... and that's what I was saying. So the, the, the lads were like, oh, this, this, that's not a penalty. It's going to get overturned. But, and I'm like, but they can't do that unless it's a clear and obvious error. And that and isn't not... a clear and yeah. obvious error. Um, but yeah, the penalty. 
Oh my god, oh. it was made so dramatic by the commentators. He said something like Harry Kane, and as he's running up, he goes, "Good luck." And then he takes it, and then oh. he saved it, and I was like, "Oh no!" So I was obviously I, I watched it in a pub. I You're don't in know if you Yeah, so I couldn't. You can hear the commentary, but you can't hear it well. So mm, I didn't yeah. hear that "good luck," but because obviously everyone's, you know, like "ooh," and yeah, then yeah, yeah. he saves it, and I'm like, "Shit!" But like, there's that one second where I'm like, "Fuck!" But before I can even finish that word, Harry Kane's followed it up and he scored. And mate, the the oh, the atmosphere was I've never experienced something like that before. Really? Oh, just... Maybe the Kieran you know Trippier... He, you know he no-looked it? The rebound? I didn't actually see that, no. He, he didn't He didn't look at the ball. He looks away and just puts it in the goal. I'm like, are you nuts? You've just missed the penalty. Keep your eye it's... on the ball. But, I mean, it's a tap-in, but... They they have said that's one of the worst penalties I've ever seen Harry Kane do, or even one of the worst strikes I've seen Harry Kane yeah. do. Like, it is... Harry Kane's your man for penalties. I think, um, like, Smichael as well, kind of... Like, I don't think I think he thinks he's going to get hit with a lot more power because, mm. as you can see, it, it doesn't get the best power out of it. That so much that it hits his arms, then bounces off his chest, then goes to Kane. I just I don't think he anticipated it not hitting him as hard as it did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, defo. But the second that Schmeichel like um, bundles it out a little bit, I just knew I was like, he's gonna he's gonna tap it in. It's a goal. And I literally started celebrating before he'd he'd, he'd, uh, he'd hit the rebound, and then, yeah, we just all, we just all like erupted and went mental. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's just oh, it's just beautiful, isn't it? It's just beautiful. It I is. think it's actually one of the best feelings is when England play in a big tournament and we score a massive goal. Yeah. And you're with your pals, it's and you're all drunk. One of the best. I think it is probably the one of the most beautiful moments. Because you is. just know that everyone in the country is doing the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly that. I think it was Up like 38 million people tuned in. Like 38 million TVs had it on. And then you think of the amount of people actually in England, that's basically pretty much going to cover everyone, 38 yeah. million TVs, which was so cool. And to be fair, I was quite, I was quite um, gutted today because we were trying to get tickets for Box Park for the, for the final. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was done by like a ballot in like a raffle. And yeah, none of us got selected for oh. it, which is kind of shy. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah, I've I'm down the same pub again. Got a table booked already. Beautiful uh, stuff. I'm very very excited at the prospect mm-hmm. of watching us in a final. I'm very nervous as well. Don't get me wrong. I'm However, I'm so nervous about this like, game, man. I, I don't get me wrong. I want us to win it. I'm I'm. With what I'm about to say next, I, I like don't think I don't want us to win it, but I'm proud to say yeah. that like, we're in a final. Yeah, I, we deserve mate, to be there as well. Hundred percent. You know, after all the years of us kind of being that team that are really good and everyone fears, but just never living up to it. Yeah, and we just like, never play well. We're now living up to you know what we can do. We've got such a great young squad. Everyone and the camp just seems so together. I want to be part of it. I see all these videos of them, you know, on their bloody unicorns playing basketball, just having a laugh. And I'm like, mate, great, isn't it? There's growing up, there was no better feeling than being with your best mates and playing football every mm. single day. Like, every opportunity you can, kicking a ball down the park, down the in park. the street, yeah. playing Kirby, anything like that, mate, I loved it. So. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine they get to do that on the biggest stage for their job with, you know, obviously some of these are best mates. They grew up together. You look at um, 
Declan Rice and Mason Mount. Mm-hmm. Jack Grealish is good mates with uh, all of them, with Ben Chilwell and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Saka's now really into the fold. Like, yeah, man, it's that must be an incredible feeling. I'm mm. so, so very nervous, but I am so bloody excited. Oh, it's go- it is going to be incredible. And I'll be honest, I do think we will win. I think it's going to be so tough. And I yeah. do think we'll probably go back to a back five and really like keep them out. But can I was saying to the guys, I was like, can you just actually imagine if England win the Euros? This country, it's, we'll get a national holiday. It's like, you, you kind of think of the year we've had, every, like obviously put into perspective, everything that's gone on, mm. you know, COVID, politics, you know, not, all, all this shit that's gone on. Mm. Uh, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, Italy were hit really hard at the start of the pandemic, but I wasn't in that country. I don't know what it was like. I've experienced, you know, the highs and lows of the past year and in this country. And if we win that after, what, 55 years of not winning a trophy, fuck, wow. I, like, I, I can't even comprehend what that's going to feel like because I've never felt that way. Like, I've li- never even seen my, my domestic team win something. So, yeah. for me, this is one of the biggest things I'm ever going to experience, I think. I just had a massive simulation moment. You know how I just said about that bank holiday thing? Mm. Well, this account that I follow on Twitter that's quite reliable has just said, uh, Boris Johnson is set to declare a bank holiday and Gareth Southgate will receive a knighthood if England win the Euros. Wow. Yeah, Imagine I, if we I get s- a bank holiday out of it. I saw I mean, the I'm other a uni day. student, so it won't make no fucking difference to me. But. <laughs> I saw the other day that it was like, Boris Johnson isn't ruling out a bank holiday, but if that's like actually come out today, that's mad. Yeah, oh, I wish they that'd would, be uh, beautiful. So that's that what mean, we should do. Does that mean on Monday, it will it start next year or this Monday coming? Because mm. at the moment, I couldn't swing a day off, but I have swinged a ten a.m. start rather than half seven in the morning. So I mean, if I get a holiday, for that. yeah, mate. Oh, I'm that's so be lucky. A rough day though, isn't it? Oh, you should have seen me on Thursday. So me and I heard um, you on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so me and like um, another guy from work uh, who is a bit more senior than me. I oh. we got very very drunk, <laughs> and the next day we were very very hungover. Mm. Somehow I got in for half seven in the morning. I don't know how, Jesus. but we both looked like death warmed up. It was, but. I was walking around the office singing Free Lions. I was having a great time. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, like, the emotions I feel, man, it's mad. Like, I, 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 actually, I went, when, when we won, I, mate, I just, when we scored the second goal, I just sat down in the pub, like, on, on the floor, and, like, my mates, like, hugging me, and I was like, mate, oh, this is mad. Like, this is the best feeling ever. Can you see you're emotional, mate. Oh, it's when he wins that ball back so much. Um, <laughs> nah, definitely. Oh, mate, it's just passion, isn't it? It's passion. It's just we are a very passionate country. We and are. like you say, we've had such a good team for so long and have achieved nothing. And this uh, oh on Sunday it's England versus Italy in the Euros final and we're gonna bring it home. So yeah, Saturday night was probably one of the best nights of my life. Friday night we saw Italy versus Spain and there was a great banner in the stadium that said risotto is better than paella hence the start of the pod when we mentioned it so if you didn't see it and it didn't make sense when we said that it now makes sense but it's not true though uh, I don't know paella is like seafood in it or can you have like a chicken paella I don't actually know yeah you can have a chicken paella oh I've never had it I just always assumed it was seafood never had a paella 
No, I'm, I've made my taste buds are clapped. They're tatters. <laughs> Have you ever um, had a risotto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. cool. Not, I'm not a big fan though of it to be fair. So, pie <laughs> yeah, is probably it's like rice pudding. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but so, right, this it's not a food podcast, mate. It's football. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Italy faced Spain on the Friday night, and I'm not gonna lie, I was so nervous watching this game, mm. and neither of them were my team, and it ended one all. Just mm-hmm. like our game in 90 minutes. Didn't you predict but, that it would go to extra time? No, I said 3-1 Italy. I thought Italy would Oh, shit. It. Yeah, I said 3-0 yeah. Italy, actually. But um, I'm not going to lie. Spain were the better team at parts of that game. 100%. Italy, and that does make me excited a bit because, you know, it does mean that Italy can be got out with mm-hmm. the right kind of pressure, the right players. They can be got out. They're not invincible. Um, you know, look, this is two in a row. Or if you look at the knockouts, like they breeze, don't get me wrong, they breeze the group stages. Knockouts, Austria took them to extra time, two yeah. one. Uh, then they played Belgium. They play after that, Belgium, who they mm-hmm. obviously two one again first half, but then they shit hours their way to that. Mm. This one they played Spain, drew one all, and Spain took them to penalties. Yeah, they did. Uh, and Spain, I think they did like nine hundred passes to Italy's like yeah. three hundred or something. And I'm saying this like Spain are the best team at the tournament in terms of football wise like keep get the ball past the ball like in keeping possession and and build up play they just don't have that like attacking flair up front to really like utilize it if yeah. like spain had like maybe like an mbappe just up the top complete different different story for them but Mariah gets a lot of stick but his position is brilliant he's just always offside other than That's that the thing. he he gets into such good positions and like when you watch him play I'm like yeah mate he's a baller but mm. then he just does something like has a shot, <laughs> and mm. you're like, no, you're not a baller. You're, you're robbing a living, mate. Like, what's going on? Yeah, um, but no. I mean, Italy went went one nil up, um, and then you know Spain sort of grew more into the game, and then Morata's goal was brilliant. That was yeah, a fantastic goal. P- pass through the middle, bit of like drop of the shoulder, and slots it home. It's a great mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. Um, and you're like, wow. And he got subbed on. Obviously, he didn't start the game. Gerard no, he Moreno didn't. started. Yeah. So, he got subbed on. He made the difference. And then, yeah, Spain looked the better team at, at, at quite a lot of the game, to be fair. Even in extra time. like They've played extra time in every single one of their knockout matches, Spain. So, they played Croatia. Yeah, Switzerland. Yeah, then, they, then Switzerland, they went penalties. Now, Italy went penalties. Oh, and shit, so yeah. I think because they've had that, mentally, they were prepared for it. And also physically they were maybe more prepared for it than Italy have been because they mm. haven't gone to um have they gone to yeah they did go to extra time against Austria sorry but other than mm. that like they've been they've cruised through these games almost. Yeah. So mentally they might not have been prepared for that. But Bonucci no uh, was it Bonucci or Chiellini when Jordi Alba did you see that before the penalty shoot? Uh, Chiellini yeah Chia- Chiellini as S- soon as you see that was so that muggy Jordi Alba was a bit like you fuck off and he starts like, he like punched him around the face at one point yeah. and I can't remember who Rio, was in the studio they were like he just punched him Rio Ferdinand he just punched him yeah you talk about body language and like I- I've seen loads of people on Twitter say I'm no body language expert but I know that Italy it's over are going to win this it's over it's over, it's over before it even began Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. And, and then the penalties uh, came and, you know, uh, you just knew Morata was going to miss. You just knew just it. Narrative, isn't it? It's yeah. narrative. You, he gets all you, this shit. We know for, you love a narrative, don't we? I do. He gets all this shit for not being able to finish and then he can't finish a penalty. Um, yeah. Good shootout, yeah. though. I thought it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was fairly good. I feel for... Uh, 
Unai Seaman or yeah. Simon. He's been a very um, good keeper for the tournament. Been a very good keeper. Um, <laughs> and you know, Jorginho just mugged him off, innit? Like, oh, that is, he was. I think that was, was just beautiful. He I'm was just... off celebrating. Oh no! What no was it? Um, the keeper was congratulating him, like clapping his hands before mm. the ball would even hit the back of the net. Mm. It felt like it rolled so slow. But I don't know about you. You know, Jorginho's going to do his little jump, and it just catches the goalies out every time, and. He jumps, and as he's in midair, he, the goal he commits, and then Jorginho's just got... He doesn't even look at the ball, Jorginho, when he takes them, and he just yeah. has to just slide it in. And it, yeah. it's just so... I just think it's so beautiful to watch. He's like a master at work. And then, it is good. And then, yeah, it's a fantastic penalty, and then Italy knocks Spain out, which means that Italy, like we said, will be in the final... I do think Italy have been one of the best teams at the tournament, to be fair. And if you'd have told me at the start of the tournament, Italy make it to the final, probably probably wouldn't have believed you with that, the track record they'd had before Mancini was there, very poor team, obviously not qualifying for the World Cup last last time out in Russia. And then, to be honest, they, they've got a very, very good team. But then, you know what I mean? They've not got like... You know, like Portugal have Ronaldo and yeah, they got no, they got France. no world class player that's like a household name. Do you know, nah. what I mean? like, that does thing like if I said to someone that don't really like football, mm. oh, do you know who Cristiano Ronaldo is? Yeah. Do you know mm. Kylian Mbappe is? Yeah. Do you know, do you know who Harry Kane is? Yeah. yeah. Do you know who yeah. Lorenzo Insigne is? Who the fuck's that? Who's that? Do you know who Marco Verratti is? Do you know who Giorgio Chiellini is? No, they're not going to know that. Exactly. Like, then there's no massive household name. So you do worry, like, obviously, we're football fans. We know these players are incredible players. Mm. But I, I completely get what you mean. If you say, oh, Italy going to be in the final, you're kind of like, do they really have anyone that's, like, when they're down and out or they're downtrodden that can just lift them up? Like, grab them by the scruff of the neck and take the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas you've got Ronaldo who can do that. Obviously, Mbappe hasn't shown it this tournament, but he can do that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, like... It, I it, just think on Sunday, it's gonna be an electric atmosphere i mean i was offered tickets to go to the england denmark game uh but for a certain fee no how much we talk oh you've told me this actually yeah three grand for two tickets i ain't got i'm not i can't pay that yeah no you can't i mean if it was for the final i i don't know i probably would i just go on let's do it but it's still it's so much money. I mean, Euro's final. Would you pay fifteen hundred pound for a ticket if England are in the final? Yeah, I think I would. I think I. I think I would. Yeah, I mean, it'd be an absolute dent in the uh, old bank account, but I'd do it. Yeah, you're never going to experience that on your home turf, in it. Exactly. Like... Oh, at Wembley as well. <laughs> Italy must be thinking it's a bit unfair. This. <laughs> yeah, we've played out of our eight. Ga- is it eight games? Yeah, we played seven at Wembley. So we played seven at Wembley. Yeah, that's mad. There's a bit, as a bit of a helping hand. Like, you, um, you know, you uh, know, we're sitting in between. It's like sounds a bit dodgy, mate. It's a bit dodgy, mate. <laughs> I don't know about that. Dodgy, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, to be fair, does... our biggest, our biggest win was in Rome. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> in so, Italy's back garden. In a knockout game as well. So yeah, where Luke Shaw had a masterclass at. Jose Mourinho's stomping ground now. <laughs> Just Literally. Narrative. But yeah, like we said, Italy will face England in the final. And boy, does that feel fucking good to say. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah, it's I'm speechless. But we're in a final this Sunday, 8pm at Wembley Stadium. 
you've got to, uh, even if you're not a fan, you've just got to watch some of that. That's history, man. That, mm-hmm. like, these boys have made history already. Don't get me wrong. But if we win this, even if we lo- win or lose, I'm on the booze. I don't Absolutely. care. Absolutely. I'm going. Absolutely. I'm going into work hungover the next day. But if we win this, what this can mean for this country, for this team, for football in England, oh, it's incredible. It's mad. If football comes home on Sunday, I mean, it's so fitting. Wembley Stadium, England in the final, the Euros in the, the stars capital. Align. Oh, the scenes. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be mental. It's gonna be yeah. mental if we win it and. I do think we will. I think I we'll think beat we'll them. Win. I think I we'll think beat we'll them. We'll win 1-0. 1-0. I think, I, I've said 1-0. That's what I'm my yeah. prediction. It is um, going to be the most stubborn football match we will ever yeah. see. No one will want to put a foot wrong. It'll be get the ball, pass the ball, but keep the ball. Do yeah. not lose that ball. But And then just going forward, it's just about whether we can take our chances. And yeah. we were saying this conversation earlier, the team that I... Th- the team I think will start is the back five team. I think the team that will start yep. was will be the team that played Germany. Agree. But the team I would start, I'd probably start the same team that started last game. Saka's got to start. Uh, didn't Saka start against Germany? Um, yeah, he was in the three. It was Sterling Kane, Saka against Germany. Yeah, and it start. was Ukraine he didn't play. So mm. I think we'll play the five at the back. I think yep. we will revert back to that. Because what Southgate's done really well is he's managed each game. It's very easy to say you play your best 11. You play your best 11 for every mm. single game and you play the same system because that's what win. No, you play you play against the opposition. You play the best way to beat the opposition. That's what we've done against Germany. We reverted back to a we've reverted to a back 5 because that's exactly what they have. And we can deal with their wing backs a lot mm. more because we've got that extra defensive cover. And Carl Walker is fucking incredible so fast. I can't think of one player that has not had a good tournament that's like a regular starter in the team. Yeah. I uh, think Maguire and Stones have been absolutely solid, especially which Maguire. Is, which is mad because going into this tournament, I was worried for Stones because he didn't have Diaz next to him. I've really. I, I, Everyone knows my opinion on Harry Maguire. I put him in the Premier League team of the season. I think he is brilliant. I think the reason why people maybe don't give him his credit is because the amount of money he went for, he didn't get off to the best start. And just Mm. Man United as a whole is a bit of a toxic club at the moment. Unfortunately, with the Glazers in there, um, you know, it is a bit of a toxic club. So he is not getting maybe the support or the plaudits that he actually deserves. But Mm. he has been a revelation, that guy. He's I think he's a brilliant player. Mm-hmm. Doesn't no, look like he should be a footballer, but 100% is a baller. Yeah, no, he, uh, oh, I like you said. Proud of the team. We're in the I final. Am. We've had we've we've not been amazing at times, but we've not had a bad game. We've never been like, oh god, we were horrific. We deserve to lose, sort of thing. Like we never. We've only conceded one goal, and it's yeah. a it was an absolute like thunder strike. Yeah, yeah. We conceded one well, goal. Did you see that um, Jordan Pickford uh, got the Guinness World Record for an English keeper of like the most, um, the longest time in minutes mm. served without conceding a goal, and mm. he beat it to by Gordon Banks's by one minute. So it's Ooh. almost as if like um, it's like oh I've just beat the world record. Uh, let's fucking just let it go in, isn't it? Like <laughs> get, get the rave on. Um, yeah. yeah, 
what a what a feeling it is to say it's going to be sad for it final. to be over as well to be honest like Mate. come monday if if yeah. we're out well if we lose and there's no like nothing else to look forward to really other than the new season yeah it's um oh, I it's been a, it's I been don't... a very good tournament i don't want to keep repeating myself but i just don't have any other words than wow this yeah. is amazing i just i'm i'm just buzzing i'm so, i'm so, just buzzing I literally we're we're obviously you can't see us but we're just looking at each other just beaming like we've got the <laughs> biggest smiles on our faces like it's mad um so yeah england are in a final of a major tournament against italy mm-hmm. as always a bit of transfer news for you sergio ramos has signed a two-year deal uh at psg he has gone to paris saint-germain in france you know that's mad. He's gonna bolster their defense. He, even if their don't... team next season, have you have you actually seen P- who PSG's like lineups gonna so be? So they're gonna have Donnarumma. They've brought in Donnarumma. He, apparently, he's rumored to be the number two goalie behind Navas. Apparently, Navas is gonna be the number one. Yeah. But and then you're gonna have Ramos joining Kim Pembe at the back. Hakimi bombing down the right. Wijnaldum in the middle as well. And then who else is on? It's on someone else as well. I can't remember who it is. Um, and then obviously like you got Mbappe, Neymar and Di Maria in front of them. It's yeah. going to be a saucy little team. It's going to be a naughty team. And obviously they potentially were looking at getting Cristiano Ronaldo as well. Don't know how you know, how much that is actually going to come to fruition, but there was talks mm. of that. Um, you'd, I'd, you'd go there in a heartbeat if you're Ronaldo. He's 100%. not played there. He, he can add it to his roster of league titles. And that team on paper... Can you imagine Neymar, Ronaldo, and Mbappe up front? That'd be mad. Like that's scary. Easy Champions League. Gives Easy Champions night- League win. Gives you nightmares. But um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's not too much action on the transfer front. What with the obviously Euro still going on, but there was mm. this also a little thing. Danny Ings refused to sign uh, a, a new contract at Southampton. I mm-hmm. personally think he could be looking at maybe Tottenham if Kane goes. Yeah, I think Tottenham is the sort of fit for him. But then maybe even go back to Liverpool. Yeah, potentially yeah. aging. I'd take Danny Ings definitely at Chelsea. I think he's, I think he's great. Hey, offer sign, offer sign every game. Obviously, yeah. he had it hard at Liverpool because you know he got hit by injuries. You know, it's a tough, mm. tough break for him. Didn't really gel in the team. Didn't really get the playing time after his injuries, and he was sold. But he's he's really showing why he was so good and why he did sign for Liverpool in the first place. And you know, when he was at Burnley and all those places, and now he's at Southampton doing the business. I get why he doesn't want to sign a new contract. They had a great start to the season, but they were awful second half. Um, you know, you know, maybe he doesn't actually think Hasenhutl will be there for much longer, and mm. you know that could be a big factor in his decision. But he's refused to sign a new contract um, that would have made him the payest, uh, payest, <laughs> the highest paid <laughs> uh, player in Southampton's history as well. I heard so. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, it's. Um... I think he deserves a move. Uh, I think he is a lot better than Southampton, but we'll see how that one pans out. But I just, I can just tell already. Like once this game's over on Sunday, the transfers are gonna go through yeah. the roof. Like it's transfer season. And speaking of a, a team that's made a couple of transfers, but I will tell you what, they can't bloody play them. Barcelona mm. are in such a crisis at the moment. They signed the Pie on a free, Aguero on a free, and who is the other one? Uh, they bought some young fullback from I can't remember what club it was. They bought him. Let's say there's another one as well. All oh, right, I swear there's a big name. I can't think of it. But yeah, I know that's what I'm thinking. Right, you got Aguero, Depay. Uh, who 
obvious. It's going to be really obvious, and we've completely forgot it. But rather, than, I'll just say. I'm going to Google it. You, you keep on, talking. I'll, I'll, so I'll basically, Google. due to like financial fair play or the league rules, they actually can't play these players yet because their wage bill is too high, or they they've overspent or something. They need to reduce their wage bill by X amount. Now, their players they've got because of this policy they've had where they've got a load of players on free. There's a lot of people that like. Where do you expect him to go? Like Jordi Alba said he'll happily go. I think it was PK said he'll happily go. But like they want to mm-hmm. leave on a free and other players have got wind of this and now they want to go. Um, but like don't want to... So Barcelona can't really get money from. Like when you look at it, they want to like offload Ousmane Dembele but he just got injured at the Euros and now probably they can't sell him until January. It's all a bit mad. Yes, I mean... <sighs> I'm just trying to find it here. I don't think there's anyone else, you know. Oh, it might just be... Them. Eric Garcia, but... Oh, was, Eric Garcia. It yeah, it must be him. Because there was three big players and he signed them from City on a free, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it must be Eric Garcia, but they can't actually know, play they always, these Apparently, the rumour is that they're trying to offload Griezmann to be able to fund um, all these wages that's oh, going really? on. But then, apparently, like La Liga are getting involved. It's just... I don't know you, but Spanish football always seems very, like, dodgy. Oh, mate, it's like, there's so always, ropey out there. It's so corrupt. But then also, um, um, they're trying to get rid of Coutinho, and they're even looking at... Oh, my God, I forgot about him. They're even looking at potentially selling him for 20 million. They bought him for 120 mil. They'll make a 100 million pound loss. And they're fine with that. Million? Just because they need Where's this money for these going? players. That's mad. Like, they've got themselves into a right <sighs> state. The way that club's run is a Coutinho. joke. Coutinho back in the day, prime Coutinho at Liverpool. Oh. I think one of the scariest. Play- I used to hate playing against Coutinho. He always we, scored a free Chelsea kick against home. us. Always scored a free kick against us. He was so good. He was so good. He was like just a magician on his on both feet. To be honest, you could use either yeah. that right peg. But realistically... They should sell that Dembele as well. Usman Dembele. I yeah, think he's woeful. They can't sell him because... They, they would be able to, but basically, he got injured in the last game for France. Or mm. I think it was when they were playing um, Portugal. No, it was when they were playing okay. Portugal because it was the last group game. Uh, who'd they play mm. in the last group game? Was it... Germany. So they, No, they played, they played France in the last... No, I'm uh, talking about France. No, they played it. Portugal. So. Yeah. so he came on and then had to be subbed off um, because he injured himself. And it looks like he could be out till like Christmas. So they mm. can't, yeah, that no one's going to want to buy an unfit player. But the problem is, is <laughs> there's not actually that much news to really talk about because we released a podcast like three days ago. And realistically, yep. we've probably been a bit too hungover to even check any brand new news has come in. Yeah, that is very true. So, another 30-minute episode for you guys. Thank you for listening, as always. It's bloody coming home, and it feels so good to say it. It's coming home. Well, then, this time, the next time we have we do a pod, yeah. we will either be champions of Europe or, or very up. sad. Win or lose, we're on the booze. At It's Football Day underscore on Instagram and Twitter. You know where to find us. Uh, I actually posted a video on our story of me going a bit mental in a pub when we won. It was a uh, yeah, a bit of a lively one. Uh, let's just say yeah. I am very loud. <laughs> but it's coming home, so don't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, at It's Football Day, Instagram and Twitter underscore. You know where to find us. At It's Football Day XI on Facebook as well. Thanks for all the love and support you've shown on the most recent pods over the Euros. We... Um, hit a lot more downloads on the last couple than we have mm. in a while and it's been really it just makes it all worthwhile just seeing those numbers go up and you know just ha- hearing like my mates and that text me that I went to uni with who I don't speak to all the time just texting our oh, mate 
great episode. I'm like, it's banging in it. It's decent. Yeah. No, that's good. It's good. And yeah, hopefully, long may it continue. But as always, we will see you next time. Lovely fucking darts.